We're seeing something of a bear market uh, rally, and and the money is moving back towards tech, and I think that has a lot to do with artificial intelligence and ChatGPT and genome sequencing. And uh, one of my stocks, uh, Pacific Biosciences, in fact, is up 16% this year because I think that technology is going to step in. I think the the banking issues are settling, but it's all caused me to say, okay, if we're Going into another good season for the the market, let's learn from the professionals. Let's learn from Warren Buffett as to how he analyzes stocks and how he manages his portfolio and where he's at at this point. And maybe it can give me or and you some guidance as to what we should do in the future. So I've spent the last couple of days just digging into Berkshire Hathaway and coming into an understanding of of how does Warren manage this and how does he, because he outperforms the S&P 500. I'll show you a graph here just in a second when I share with you, this is not financial advice. This is financial education. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. I became very focused on Berkshire Hathaway and Warren Buffett when I first saw this chart here that shows the performance of Berkshire Hathaway compared to the S&P 500 going back to 1998. And I see that the S&P 500 is up 323%, but Berkshire Hathaway is up 933%. And I said, that's pretty outstanding. So I, I, I decided I needed to look at what uh, Berkshire Hathaway's holdings were. And I found this site. It's a CNBC site, and it's called uh, Buffett Watch. And it shows me here uh, what the holdings of Berkshire Hathaway were as of um, December the 31st, um, and uh, of of last year or yeah of 2022 and then it says that it is he has made some uh, adjustments in his holdings of apple uh, bank of america chevron citigroup uh, diango and several others and then i knew he had bought some additional ox- occidental petroleum on march 15th but this is uh, shows you what his holdings are. And this kind of surprised me that Apple is n- his number one holding and it represents 44.1% of his portfolio. That's pretty strong. And then the next largest is Bank of America, which I just bought basically because I saw that Bank of America was getting beat up over this uh, whole banking incident. And um, it has a history of coming back. And then Chevron, Coca-Cola, American Express, Occidental Petroleum, um, uh, Heinz Ketchup, Moody's, Activision, and B- BYD. BYD is uh, actually the only holdings in here that I see that is Chinese. It's a Chinese electric vehicle company in HP. And then they all come to less than uh, 1% of the portfolio. So I concentrated on these. Then something else that I thought was interesting in this chart is this this right here. This is stake. And that tells you what 
what percentage of the company uh, Berkshire Hathaway owns. And um, DaVita, which is a healthcare um, company, he they own 39%, 26% of Heinz. Um, I believe Occidental Petroleum is up closer to 30% based on some recent purchases. I used to work for American Express, but, and I didn't know that he owns 20% of it. So that, that gave me some understanding. Then what I wanted to do was um, look at uh, how these stocks or some of these stocks performed uh, over that period of time where he outperformed the, um, the S&P 500 by 300-fold. So I went to some of the, the top stocks he had, Apple, Bank of America, Coca-Cola, um, and American Express, and looked at what their performance was since 2000. And I could see that Apple, and I knew this was a, a number, uh, average return was 40%, Bank of America's 10, Coca-Cola's 19, uh, American Express is 12, and Berkshire Hathaway as a, as a whole, 14%. What I didn't realize until I dug into it, um, Warren didn't buy Apple, and he didn't hold Apple in 2000. He actually didn't buy Apple in, until 2016, um, and uh, so his average return from 2016 uh, through 2023 is not 40%, but 31%, and then he bought uh, Bank of America in uh, 2010, and as you can see, it it had two down years, so he was buying into as we were coming out of the subprime crisis. So his return actually on Bank of America is 13%. Um, he's owned Coca-Cola since 98 uh, and American Express since 98. Something else that was very revealing in this chart is how when companies have bad periods, here we are in Apple with a, um, this would be the dot-com bubble, down 71, up 47, down 35. But look here in 204, up 201%. This is something I've been aware of for quite some time, that if you invested in, in Apple back in 2000 and you invested $10,000 and you never put another penny back into it, you'd have $1.7 million right now. I thought it was interesting, though, if you did the same thing with uh, Bank of America, you'd have 20000 yeah, you would have just doubled your money. Coca-Cola, ten thousand would have turned into two hundred and twenty. Um, American Express, ten thousand would have turned into forty-one thousand, and ten thousand into Bank or uh, uh, into Berkshire Hathaway would have turned into a hundred and forty-eight. Some interesting numbers there. So that gives me kind of a overview, and and I guess. I, as I said, I have recently, with, within the last week, um, taken a stake in Bank of America, again because of my opinion that when, when Bank of America gets hit hard, and, and here you see the hard hit they took in the subprime crisis, down 19, down 63, up 7, down 11, down 58, 
<laughs> they doubled their money the next year. Uh, then then they uh, took a, a 33% gain, 16, down 5. So you can see when, as we go into uh, this banking crisis, which uh, apparently the market started to recognize in 2022, there's a good chance that as we come out of this, Bank of America is going to have a, a big gainer. Uh, here you see 145% in, in the following two years after the, the five years of, of, of beating up of subprime. And, and again, Bank of America was a ba- major uh, homeowner or, or mortgage lender. Uh, they got very deep into bailing out um, uh, Lehman Brothers, not Lehman Brothers, but uh, another brokerage company. So they, they took a, a big hit there. This, I think, is just a little bit of uh, some bad management and the spillover from other banks' bad management, uh, the, the position that the um, that the Fed has put them in in making as interest rates were so low, it was hard to make money and show profits and show earnings through 22. And now as they're raising interest rates, they've been caught in a um, reversed uh, yield curve, uh, an inverted yield curve. And so I believe you're going to see a strengthening of the big banks as we come out of this, and that tells that gives me the opinion that um, Bank of America will do good. I'm also going to look a little more closely at at companies like Coca-Cola. I'm not a big Coke drinker, but they're certainly, I do drink a lot of their water. I just can't believe that uh, we spend money on water. When I was in, when I bought the water this this last week, I said to these two guys who were checking me out, who are around my age, I said, do you remember when we used to just take our glass and put it under a faucet and drink water? And the guy said, I remember when I used to drink water out of the hose out in the yard. <laughs> yeah, the world's changed a lot, and Coke has responded quite nicely to it. So that's that's another element that I'm I'm looking at as I'm trying to understand uh, how how Warren manages his accounts and 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 does phenomenally well. And if, if, again, if you look at his portfolio, he is extremely well diversified. I did a, an analysis of his portfolios. This is my analysis of his portfolio. Um, when I did this, it, uh, Apple was uh, 27%. But what I found interesting is his diversification is, is really kind of thin. Uh, 34% of his holdings, I've classified them, are in computer phones um, and, and um, uh, household electronics. If, in fact, that 40% is, is correct rather than this, um, this 27, that would push that number to almost 50%. Uh, banking services, 
um, and oil and gas. And again, um, it has both Chevron, this is Chevron and uh, Occidental Petroleum, and then and then beverages, and again, that's Coca-Cola. So he, 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 you do not see much in the form of health care. I see this is that company that he owns, uh, I think it was um, uh, 20, 39% of, um, DaVita. Um, so he focuses on an area. He concentrates on uh, those areas that are going to give him growth. And, and again, uh, I, then, then as I said before, the other thing that really struck me is what's missing from this portfolio. There is no electronic vehicles. There's no solar energy. Um, there's, there's no genome sequencing, genome editing. He basically has the criteria that if these companies aren't making money, and they are, if, if they're any form of speculative, he, he doesn't touch it. Uh, the other thing that it, it was missing that I, uh, there's not much in insurance. I do see here's an insurance company, um, A, A O N PLC. I don't, I, I honestly don't know what that is. Um, I was under the understanding he owns a lot of, loaned a lot of insurance. But as I thought about it, uh, with all the uh, natural disasters we're having, uh, I, I, I imagine the insurance companies are getting hit pretty darn hard right now. Um, and then he doesn't own, I had, had been under the understanding was a major investor in railroads, but there are no railroads here, and I understand why. Um, maybe he foresaw the the problems that the railroads were having having by not doing their maintenance. Uh, so it gives you a it, it what it do, has done for me is caused me to kind of gear down. Uh, what I'm investing in and concentrate more heavily on those areas that I think are, are steady and strong. As I said, I was totally against the banking industry, but right now I think the banking industry is an opportunity because much like the oil industry got hit hard after the uh, coronavirus because we were all uh, quarantined, and then they made just outrageous amounts of money uh, through 2022 uh, and, and 21 and 22. And then also now that the banks are being hit hard uh, with because of the bad behavior or the mismanagement of both of the Fed and, and some of the regional banks, I believe that Bank of America and uh, probably Citibank will have a tremendous end of 2023 and 2024. So I've learned a lot by looking at one of the probably best professionals. And I go back to the saying that, that he and Rothschild said, that when there's blood in the street, that's when you buy. When there's joy and happiness, that's when you sell. And, um, and it's as Warren says, when, when money gets so crazy that people do stupid things with it, and, and, and we saw that 
in uh, 2020 with with the AMC theaters and and uh, Bitcoin and and these uh, NTFs and it's just people f- trying to find some place to put this excess of money. Now the money is tightening. And I think we got to be better investors. And I think to study Warren and Berkshire Hathaway is a good way to do it. I hope this benefits you. Uh, it certainly benefited me to to learn more. And I will continue to uh, in, uh, engage with you and share with you my learnings on how to become a better investor. Music.